This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. With Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. Just gone 6 o'clock, 12 degrees and a forecast top of 23 for Melbourne. Good morning, Annie Louie. Good morning. How are you, my friend? Well, uh, oh, feeling energised. Is... Oh, lovely. Thursday the 11th of March. Time is flying. It's frosty and foggy this morning. Yeah, March. Wow, mid-March already. Oh, Nearly. I know, <laughs> I've still got to do my tax from last year. Same. What, the year before? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> How many years? What do you mean for last year? As in you think June is when you got to submit yours. I like to do it within the f- within four weeks of the end of financial year. Ah, uh, yeah. You, yeah. What's I'm your always, deadline? I'm always on this hamster wheel of being a year behind because I don't know when it started. I must have as a transitioning from a student to a worker I didn't do my taxes that year thinking like, oh yeah, it was easy. It was easy but then I was always in a, trapped in a cycle of being <laughs> a year behind. You just finished one. You're like, well, I'm not I'm, doing another one. <laughs> you could do two in one year. You could actually That's do what that. I would need to do. To catch up. To catch up. Like even that whole concept of financial year, it's a bit of a dumb design, isn't it? It is, in a way. Why can't it match the calendar? Who decided, actually? It does in some countries. Oh. The tax year is the same as the calendar year, but no, not Australia. Because that would make sense. Around Christmas, you've got a lot of time, you can catch up on your admin. It's so accountants can have a big booze up in June, end of totally. June. Totally. They do like yeah. a New Year's party. And shops can get rid of their stuff for ah. some kind of stock take sale. Hey, what are we talking about today? Today, funnily enough, we're talking about dumb designs. Mm. So, if you've got a dumb design like that, like, why is the calendar calendar year and the financial year different, you can let us know, slide into our DMs, Annie and Ando. I've got plenty of things just around my house that are pretty stupid, so tell you all about that. Cock-a-doodle-doo. It's Addie and Ando every morning on Joy. We're talking dumb designs this morning. And Annie Louie, what's going on in your house? In my house, my housemate's gone and bought a compost bin that's for anaerobic composting. Oh, like a bench top one. Yeah, I don't remember the name because it's like a foreign name. Um, it starts with B. Yes, they were like the whole trend. You can leave it, no smell, no, yes. and, and these tiny little things that you peel one banana and it's full. Yeah, those. So <gasps> there's a bigger bin because we wanted to get a worm farm or something. Yeah. But then we thought, let's be realistic. We're going to kill these worms. Like, look at how badly our herbs are doing. They're all oh, no. dead. So I don't want to res- be responsible for killing actual life. 500 worms. Exactly. You have to buy them in like 5,000 or something, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So, like, how do they go sitting on the shelf at the hardware store? I do always wonder it's like that. sea monkeys. I think they're like eggs, right? They haven't been activated no, yet. Are they live? Yeah, I've bought a I box. Thought, can you, my bu- you can buy worm eggs. <laughs> the hardware right. store in these yellow boxes, I think there's a 500 and a 1,000, and I never counted it to make sure. Okay. When you open it, they're all alive in a plastic bag uh, with a little bit now of sawdust. I, now I'm doubting whether they even hatch out of eggs. Because uh, what is a worm? What the hell is a worm? <laughs> Some scientists need to educate me. Because, you know, when you like cut a worm in half, more worms appear, right? So they probably no. do. <laughs> no. Is that a joke? No, like they turn into two separate worms. No. Yes. Oh, is that because they've got a head, in, head at each I end? I don't know. What the hell are worms? Can we get back to your compost bin? Because so I- the bin has a big bin that you put outside where it might start to smell because it does, when the fertiliser is being made, mm-hmm. um, it does start to stink. So it's in our laundry now, a bit smelly. And this is a smaller bin that you put in your kitchen, except the lid 
is so hard to take off. So we're trying to move all of our compostables away from being in the pedal bin mm. into this one. But now I'm thinking, if it's so hard to get off, I don't want to be doing it every single time. So maybe I should have a smaller bin on the top of the sink and then the middle size bin at the bottom of the sink so that I don't have to open it so frequently. But now I've got like a babushka doll of bins, <laughs> whereas the it's so much easier. The big one goes inside the little one. Yeah, I'm like, ah. Oh. And then what if the, the one on top of the sink starts stinking and you need another bin? <laughs> I, I'm so glad you've educated me on this. The I've just found what it's called. And when you said babushka, that's reminded me. It's a bakoshi bin. Yeah, bakoshi. What, where it's does that bikoshi. come from? And everybody also, knows it except me. I've never heard of it before. It's a... It's, I don't know where it comes from. Someone got me onto it a little while ago and I fell down the rabbit hole. Nearly got one. Yeah. What turned you off? My logic brain kicked in and went, if I made one salad, that would fill, the the off cuts would fill that bin. Yeah. It's not going to be practical. Yeah. And there's a lot of liquid coming out now and I don't know where to put it because we don't have that many plants and we're thinking maybe we'll give it to the community garden down the road or something. Now we've created more problems. Speaking of liquid, maybe it is an issue with your house. And I'm, I don't want to sound ungrateful because I know I can accidentally sound ungrateful yeah. at times. The coffee grounds you bought in the other yeah. week for me, they're behaving in a very different way to any other coffee grounds. It's like somebody's put foreign objects in there because they're, they've got goo coming out of the bag. Isn't it just water from when no, you French press that, a thing? No, it's not. I've what? got three bags of coffee grounds and only Annie Louis one is leaking this brown dew. It's weird. Wow. It's, yeah, it's like someone's tipped tea into into like the can whatever container you throw your. I don't yeah. know, but I'm still grateful. How I just weird. wanted to flag that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up your quality of coffee grounds. Exactly. We are asking the question this morning. Dumb designs. What have you seen? Text us on oh four two seven five six nine nine four nine or slide into our DMs on Instagram. Annie and Ando. What dumb designs have you seen around? I've got my bin at home for composting, except uh, it's too hard to get the lid off, so nobody wants to use it. It's one dumb. of those Japanese fancy bakoshi bins that apparently isn't even composting, it's fermenting. Uh, yeah, oh, something comes out of it, that's some- for sure. But <laughs> what other things have you seen, Ando? I get a little bit kind of obsessed with, or not obsessed with, but just my eyes roll so hard when I see the crazy crap that people plug into their USBs on their computers. I can think of fans, USB Fan. fans. Yes, so a tiny little plastic fan spinning away. Do you really think the air, like, is it is it cooling you down or is it just adding hot computer air? Oh, true. Yeah, and it's probably causing your computer overheat. It's like a... Catch-22, Your motherboard. Your motherboard's going, I was designed for your spreadsheet not to cool you down, Carol. (laughs) I think I did consider getting one at my office. The option was to get a $5 one that plugs straight into the wall outlet. Mm -hmm. Same kind of design and size as one that could plug into my computer. And you know my computer's been on the verge for like since two I met years you. Now. Since yeah, I met you. Every week I'm like, oh, it's going to go today. It's going to go. <laughs> but I've also seen, so let, let me have a look at my list. The humping dog USB device. Now, I need to explain this. Imagine a little plastic dog, sort of the size of, I don't know, tennis ball, that plugs into a USB and it bounces back and forth as if it's humping where it's plugged into your computer. Yeah, so it just sits there rocking back and forth. And it has no storage. 
No storage no. on the USB. <laughs> nothing other than the. Hu- it's like those cats. That's are, bloody distracting. You know those lucky I'm cats. I'm trying to get some work done here. You, I reckon there's a USB lucky cat out there if you Google. Oh, there would be those yeah. gold lucky cats yeah. that you see in the Asian restaurants where they're waving their yeah, arm like, how, "Come in, come in." That's not practical for if it's your laptop. You need to be going places. So I'm trying to imagine someone setting up for their day like at a cafe. They open their laptop. They stick their USB <laughs> dog in. And you're like, "I'm ready for work." Oh, it gets better, Annie Louie. The USB Himalayan salt lamp. I have seen those. <laughs> I've seen them being used seriously in the office because we'd have the tower PCs. You put mm. things in there, so that's how it would work. You on oh, you run your lead up your desk. Yeah, you run you, the lead up. How big are we talking? Are these salt lamps? The salt lamps. I haven't seen a full size salt lamp, but Not. I've seen one a salt like sphere. Yeah, yeah. So again, like a tennis ball size thing, run up the lead, and mm-hmm. it would change color. And be like this orb that sits on your desk. And of course, it would. You're like, you know, I'm trying color. to get rid of all the bad, like, auras, because the, they're meant to get dispel computer and Wi Fi, like, rays, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. But then you're plugging it in your computer. So the that, irony. I know. It's probably transmitting. It's yeah. probably a multiply. You know how multiply, crystal, yeah. crystals often used as a resource for, um, what do you call it, when electricity, to conduct electricity? Yes. It might be actually. Giving us all cancer. Back to your point, though. Imagine the cafe. You sit there and you open your wheelie bag because you're going to need a wheelie bag to carry all your USB accessories. <laughs> all your Himalayan salt lamps to plug in. Plug. Yeah. And you're surrounded by five different orbs. Now, I don't have a USB. But I've got a USB-C, like the micro one on my MacBook. That just means it's a regular hole, but it goes faster, right? No, it's a tiny little hole. It's oh, the same no, as the power you need cord that dongle socket. square thing. Or... Or you, you can get memory sticks now that fit that. Yeah. Um, but majority of these dumbass accessories come yes. with... So I would need one of those 12-port converter USBs. <laughs> you need a power board to go in with you. It's just uh, so dumb. We are asking the question. Dumb design, what have you seen? Let us know. Go on, be naughty. Slide into our DMs on Instagram at Annie and Ando. We're talking this morning dumb designs and... I want to go outside. Let's go outside. Let's go outside. Oh, oh we're on our way outside. Here right. we are. Wander down uh, Swanson Street and opposite Flinders Street Station, we have Federation Square. Federation Square. Built 2002. You reckon it's not a good design? I think, well, it actually missed out on a bunch of awards when it was first built. There was so controversy. Of really edgy. Edgy. and In fact, you know, it's one of the places called Deacon Edge. That's how edgy they are. Oh, really? Yeah. The, oh. It's a behind like the glass doors up the top of the hill. Hidden. Yeah, hidden. <laughs> so if I was in a wheelchair, my accessibility into Fed Square, particularly when it was first built, and but it's still not much better these days, is absolutely appalling. There's steps everywhere. There's steps everywhere. I think you have to use the elevator to get anywhere. And there's crazy paving. Or not crazy paving. What I don't know like, what you call it. They're like cobblestone. square cobbles. Cobble, yeah. But like it's, it might look, it doesn't even look pretty, but it's, Dumb design. Yeah, seagulls love it though. <laughs> and tourists that, can, that are that that aren't in a wheelchair. Sad office workers go to eat a sandwich there. But I never thought about that. You have to go all the way around to get through, and yeah. I always use that to cut through. What what a privilege it is for me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, also, when you think about some of the other dumb designs around accessibility, uh, train stations. Mm, I had to do this course as part of. Public uh, Transport Victoria, they do mm. offer it to, I think, mostly their corporate clients around who work around transport. And we had to be put in a disabled person's shoes for a day. Yeah. And you, I had to go on the 
a manual wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And South Yarra Station, you can't get up the ramps. The so, whole the whole place, like every platform has like a ramp, a big ramp. Yeah, massive ramps. But you're, I thought you're gonna that was tip over. You're gonna tip backwards. The incline is too high. Or you don't have the strength to actually in your get arms yourself. Get... Yeah. And so you're you light. Yeah, Imagine you need... me. Someone has to push you. You have think... to be with a carer or something. So that blew my mind. And then you go to use the toilet and you mm. can get in, but then you can't get on the toilet and you can't get out. You're like you you can't do like a 10 point turn and get out properly. Like you need like 20 moves. So I'm like, you're in a rush. You've got things to do too. You would think that when design, particularly let's, you know, from a certain period in time that it's a requirement in design, particularly yeah. building and, and transport. Well, that station was built in 1860. So they, I don't know what their wheelchairs looked like back then. Yeah, probably you wouldn't even be able to use the train probably was a horse trough out the front. You'd leave your horse out the front of South Yarra Station, catch the train yeah. all the way into the city. <laughs> or maybe the ramp was for a... Well, no, nah, I was going to say, was for a horse? No, they would slip down that like a slide. It's <laughs> not horse safe either. <laughs> Accessibility for horses. This is another topic. I've got an image of this ginormous sort of Mr. Ed sliding down on all fours. Going, whoa, Wilbur! Who designed this? <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon... <laughs> It's a dumb design. <laughs> you do a good horse, Annie Louie. <laughs> I was going to do a clip clop, like. I love your clip clops. Thank you. I always I look Very around to see where the horse is <laughs> every time. We are asking the question this morning, though. Dumb design. What have you seen? You can text us on 0427 569 949. And you can slide into our DMs on Instagram, Annie and Ando, or you mm. can even email us. Let's talk about doors next. Doors. Mm. The band? Doors. No. Push pull. That's oh. a dumb design. We are talking dumb designs. Oh, what yeah. dumb design have you seen? I've seen so many doors that we could improve on. And this is not a new theory. It's been floating around for a while that if a door on one side is meant to be pull, you have the handle. And on the other side, you leave it flat with a little push thing, push bar thing. Yes. Yeah. As opposed to putting two handles on. And I'm just looking at the Joy reception door and we've got exactly that we've got a handle on both sides so you don't know whether it's push or pull and so then they've gone and put a big sign apparently we waste so much time in our lives like it could be hours shaved off your life from doing this dumb thing where you're like what about those automatic doors that don't recognize you like i'm not the thing i'm i know i'm not tiny body slamming into yeah supermarket i go to for some reason it's like i'm i'm dead on the inside and it doesn't pick me up it's like hello i'm I'm a ghost (laughs) i'm a ghost transitioned into the afterlife while you were shopping (laughs) picking up a loaf of bread and some milk and your hand passed right through the loaf Do I get to come back and do a clay mould with you? Oh, <laughs> my love. Um, you know, it'd be beautiful, Annie. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, doors, man. They're like, or even um, revolving doors. Oh. Was the design so that to slow people down? I'm pretty sure that's why it was, to control traffic flow. And as a counter, I thought as well. Does it? Like, it's kind of the, the big hotel fancy ones with the glass. Like a massive version of the old sports footy ground and sports grounds where there was a metal rotating uh, one and it was one person through and go click, click, click. Do you ever click. get scared of being trapped in there? What I don't like is when I'm in one of those quarters, one of the segments, yeah, and someone goes running and joins me in my segment mm. and I'm like, get yeah. out of my but segment. if you go to, like, if you move or push accidentally on it, it will stop and then you have to kind of 
okay, slow down, and then it'll revolve again. Like, if you've got packed too many people in or somebody's gone and, like, touched the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing with those ones is if you stand too close to the middle of your segment, you're your window of opportunity to exit is smaller than if you stand <laughs> on the outside. Because oh, yeah. yeah. you're like, I've been riding this thing for three days. <laughs> I can't get out. <laughs> Some of them aren't motorised. You actually do have to push. Oh, push. yes. Though the trend, the, well, I was going to say the trendy, the, the appropriate ones these days, the electric ones, have a push button also for they, some of the flaps of the segments fold in so that you could get in there with your wheelchair. What? Yeah, they go... I can't really imagine it now. So the panels dividing the segments are in two parts and the first part folds in on the existing part and makes it wider so that you can... Or there's a door to the there's side. There's usually the a rotating. door to the side, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. And how many people use that rather yeah. than that spinny thing? Oh, yeah. Because we're, we're just always drawn to the easiest thing. We're so lazy, subconsciously. Humans don't want to do any work. No, that's <laughs> how we're programmed. What about refrigerator doors, Annie Louie, while we're on the topic of doors? Yeah. Does yours close automatically? No. No. How does it close automatically? Like it fetches the door for you and then just starts closing it. Norm- oh, some of them have. When the door's fully open, there's no tension. But as soon as you close it to the three-quarter mark, there's oh, kind it of... Oh, it starts. It finishes it, it off grab, for you. It ah, Like and how soft-closing furniture, drawers. like drawers. Yeah. And, yeah, the, yeah. Really hard when you're having a fight and you want to slam the yeah. door and go, stop, <laughs> uh, Yeah, the, what, the, the trick with those with fridges, a lot of people don't have the feature of self-close after the third in, but it's because the fridge is slightly leaning forward, that action won't work. So you've got a, oh. your adjustable feet at the front of the fridge, have it slightly tilted oh, back. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You're going to get on your hands gravity. and knees and check your fridge when you get home, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, it stinks too much. I don't want to go near it. Does your fridge stink? Yeah, I've tried, I haven't worked it out. But you're so clean. Yeah, but I didn't buy the fridge. It's oh, sad. That's gross. <laughs> this morning we're talking dumb designs and I want to go to avocado in a stick. I'm thinking like a popsicle stick. Okay, I want you to think, not roll on, but a stick deodorant that you would rub under your arms and you turn the little knob at yes. the bottom that it makes yep, it pop yep. out like an erection. Uh, or like a candy lollipop. Yeah. Those push pops from when you were a kid. That you push from the bottom. Mm. Yes. So imagine that, but inside is mashed avocado that you then smear like deodorant on top of your toast or your cracker. I've gone and Googled it and I can see it's green and mushy. It looks like guacamole coming out of a tube, but the tube is solid. Like It's like a tubular piece of avocado that comes out and you just put that on your toast. But avocado goes off so quickly. So how does it stay like that? Well, when I make my guac, I always put a bit of lemon and lime juice in so that... Um, the acid yeah. actually stops it from going brown. So I reckon they've done probably some other. Is it that hard to just put avocado on your toast, though? Because it's encased in plastic now. Yeah, I know. And, and you need a whole tube just to do two slices of toast. That's what I was going to It it's looks like, like there's about. in the palm of your hand. The equivalent of one avocado in that deodorant yeah. tube. Yeah. So much waste. <sighs> and it reminds me, though, is this a dumb design or a brilliant design? I had a co worker who had a banana holder and it was made of plastic and she would pop one banana there. But if the banana had weird curvatures that didn't fit the thing, you couldn't put that banana in the banana holder. So, so the whole point peeled is Peeled or unpeeled? Pe- unpeeled. 
So it's to stop it bruising before you've had a chance to eat it because, you know, bananas, you've got to put that in your work lunchbox or in your bag along with your USB dog <laughs> humping thing and, and your Himalayan salt, salt lamp. lamps and all. So she must drive really rough to work if you need a special casing around your <laughs> banana. Like, seriously, she-, she got it in Japan where they have all kinds of designs there. So I thought it was brilliant when I first saw it. But then when I started thinking about the specifics, I'm like, I don't know if it's good. No, it's just put it up top in the top of your backpack or make it... Yeah, no, that's silly. I've got another one for yep. you, Annie Louie, when we're talking dumb designs. The no phone. No phone. Yep. It looks like a phone. Yep. But it's actually not a phone. It's a, but it's a block of blackness. What? It's a block. So imagine a phone that actually has no electronics in it and it's just like a plastic phone case. Okay. It's 12 bucks, and it's for people that are smartphone addicts. And so, to help when oh, you off, wow. you walk around with your no phone in your hand. What, what's that when things, uh, those fiddle toys were trending? What, what were they called? Like spinners, fidget spinners oh, and stuff. Worry. Is yeah. that not just a modern version of the rosary bead? <laughs> like the Is, worry You reckon beads? it was for people who like couldn't concentrate, like rosary beads. They were doing it religiously. They were doing... Hail Marys. Yeah, and counting them because I'd lose count. But a fidget spinner. Fidget spinner. I thought that was just a modern... Di- God, I got that wrong, didn't I? I'm not very good at faith or... Religion, yeah. I? I get that wrong. All, all young people stuff. <laughs> the fidget spinners. Yeah. I know what a fidget spinner... Hey. Yeah, but do you own one? No. Yeah. Not cool enough. But I should because I'm such a fidgeter. Sure. Yeah. I've always got something in my hands. Yeah. Mm. No, I do. Like, I'm always fidgeting with something. Yeah, okay, I'll get you one. I mean, it's really off trend now. Oh, really? One more <laughs> yeah. for you. I da- the eye dangle. <laughs> okay. What do you think the eye dangle is, Annie Louie? I don't know. I mean, we laughed at dongle, but that is a legitimate thing now. Show us, yeah. Yeah. Um, the eye dangle is a NASA, NASA-formulated NASA suction cup with a NASA-formulated cord, bouncy cord, that hangs mm-hmm. down. And you attach your smart device. So, essentially, you attach it to the ceiling and you can lay flat on your back and it has the phone just hovering above your face. So you can oh, watch. I would go along and try to just see someone using that, use a pair of scissors, snip it. Oh, do you know what I have the image of? Annie Louie coming in like a wrecking ball swinging yes. on that thing. <laughs> Hello, this is your morning wake-up call with compliments from Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. We are talking about dumb designs, and you mentioned this phone the replacement, no phone. The, the no, no phone. phone it's a placebo phone. It's just a, a piece of plastic, I assume, that's mm-hmm. black, and you mm-hmm. slip it into your pocket so that if you ever feel like you need your safety blanket of a phone, you can whip that out or just You've have the weight, something, the something weight. to hold. It's that sort of attachment bond that you've at least yeah. still got something with you. Yes, they say that uh, in that moment where you're panicking that you can't find your phone, it's very similar to having like lost someone. Really? <laughs> like how crazy is that? Like we have like a huge anxiety moment like yeah. oh my god. So I started thinking about dumb apps oh because god, there so are so, I mean sometimes they're actual downright scams. Yes. But um Ones to curb your phone usage, I find really interesting because we've got this, we've created this thing to solve all of our problems, but it's created more problems, so we need apps. And I can already see there's like 
hundreds of different apps you can use to curb your phone addiction. Uh, there's uh, here like social fever, app usage, quality time, your hour, detox, procrastination blocker, time creator, <laughs> off time, space. Antisocial, my addictometer. You're a whatometer? <laughs> addictometer. And there's one that my friends tell me about that they enjoy using where you grow a plant. And when you a virtual use plant. your virtual plant, and when you, <laughs> you go over the threshold, your plant dies or something. Oh. Yeah, I think like, go look, go look at a tree or something. <laughs> Here's a dumb app for you. I just went through my phone and I, I was going to say Dirty Bird, but no, the Dirty yeah, Bird no, that's, app. That's, that's not dumb. That's, that's very useful. Dumb. That's, <laughs> what, ah! a, what about the candle app that just like you could... Oh, wow. Feed, it actually reacts yeah, to you. Wow. Feed the world. I'm make... mesmerised. The, oh the flame like moves yeah, in the direction that you... But does it... Is it bright enough to actually show up in a concert? Turn the light off in the studio and let's see what happens. Here we go. This is a live test. Heal the world. No, I can't see it anymore. It, it also looks place. a little pixelated when you move it. Move it in it's the dark. The free version. I didn't. Pay oh no wonder. Yeah, it's taken on a potato. The original image. As what I else say. have I got in my phone? Now we're just sitting here in the studio in the dark. In the dark. It's quite nice. Everyone just got real pretty in here. I've got some apps I don't even. Ola, what's Ola? Oh no, that's a rideshare thing, isn't it? Isn't that for? Is that here or in Europe? I think I use that one in Europe. Maybe I used it when I was in Europe. Yeah, that's just taking up space on your phone now. What about meditation apps? I now that we've ha- got the I, lights off. I don't have any, but I do wonder, as I'm sitting there zooming through, catching up on my Insta feeds yep. and looking at everything that I look at, and then suddenly this thing ad pops up saying, think about the rain. <laughs> think about calm. And you're like, take my money. I want it. No, I zoomed <laughs> through it. But do they really think people stuck in social media? Oh, I guess that's their target market. It's really popular now. Is it? People love it, yeah, because you listen to a guided meditation and they do, they put levels in it. So you become like a Zen master and it's like a game where you're like, oh, I've done 10,000 hours. Badge, badges and levels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sucks everybody in this side. I try that. to, I try to do meditation on my own and use my phone as a timer. So it goes off after 10 minutes and hmm. I'll put it in front of me sometimes and I'll close my eyes and but I'm so focused on that alarm going off in my phone and whether I've missed any notifications, was, you know, <laughs> I know. And sometimes I'm like, if someone comes through, they're just going to see me looking like I'm worshipping my phone, sitting there in my cross-legged pose with my phone in all holy Candle glory. burning in the background. Yeah. <laughs> it does. But then, okay, if I can challenge that for a bit, in the olden days you would have put a record on or you would have put a tape, a meditation tape in your Sony Walkman. Mm. You're using your phone as well. And you might have set an alarm. I do find it interesting that you set an alarm for meditation. As in you're just supposed to go? Or what if you've been there for hours? Fabulous. You must have needed uh, Listen <laughs> to me going on Zen Master. Oh, yeah. Life still goes on. Even yeah. with your meditation. Yeah. Oh. You still have responsibilities. You can't meditate your responsibilities away. <laughs> Is that why I don't do it? <laughs> Can we stop sitting in the dark now? Yes, turn the lights on. <laughs> up early. Annie and Ando are up with you too. 6 till 7am every weekday on Joy. We've been talking dumb designs and speaking of dumb, turning those lights on really bright just then hurt my eyes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, bright light! Have you installed smart globes at your house? Yes. You have? Yes, but warm light, warm white, not... Yeah. Like LED smart globe. Oh, you mean the ones where you'd control yeah. on your phone? No, no, no not just those. LED. Yeah. Replaced all that. So you can't talk to any of your globes and make them do stuff. No, I bought, I, I, you know, you can get like a power socket, a smart power socket. So you can plug any device in and it turns it into a smart device. Yeah. And I did that for the coffee machine so that 
I could, oh, so it'd come on. on. Well, I want the coffee machine to come on at three o'clock, so that at three fifteen, when I get up, I can make a coffee. It then to turn off when I leave, but then to turn back on for Mister Ando <laughs> at five forty-five when he gets up. And some of those timer, the manual ones, are really tricky to work out. So I thought, what a great! So I sat there and did all this thing on the app, and then the Wi-Fi connection was just it just stuffed around. It was unreliable. Ah, uh, I've gone back to an old-fashioned rotary timer that. <laughs> You crank. No, it, it just goes, it's like a 60 minutes intro and then you push the little knobs in where you want it to click on and click off. Sure. Yeah, you've just reminded me of something that I still find really dumb and I can't figure out a solution to, which is we bought this washing machine brand new like a year and a half ago and they were trying to sell it to us as like one of those, it washes and dries in one, except there's hardly any settings on the washing machine. You have to download the app. So that you can get those functions, except the app is a piece of shite and does not work. So So I'm going to leave you worked (sighs) up, Annie Louie. We're back with you tomorrow morning. Make sure you stick around for the Murphys. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.